Andy, my dude, have you heard of the magical website builder known as Squarespace? Ugh, not another Squarespace ad. I feel like every podcast is sponsored by them. <laughs> hey, 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 don't knock it till you try it. Yes, okay, it is overhyped. But actually, it lives up to the hype. Squarespace is like a website fairy godmother. With a click of a button, your site transforms into a beautiful masterpiece. A website fairy godmother? That sounds interesting. What makes it so magical? Well, for starters, those slick templates make anyone look like a professional web designer. Pick one, customize the colors and fonts to match your brand, and voila. Plus, the drag-and-drop fluid engine is so easy, your grandma could build a site on Squarespace. Well, she did knit me a lovely scarf last Christmas. Maybe website design is next. Exactly. And when you're ready to sell your Nana's handmade scarves online, Squarespace has built-in e-commerce. Add a store with one click. Get flexible payment options. Then watch those sales roll in. And when she wants to teach others her steezy scarf skills, Squarespace's new courses feature is just the ticket. Nana can set up her curriculum and enrollments and payments in a snap and become the next e-knitting influencer. Wow, you really sold me with the grandma angle. Sign me up for that free try. Just go to thenextreel.com slash Squarespace and transform your site into a beautiful Squarespace masterpiece. Well, thanks, Pete. Even though it's overhyped, Squarespace actually sounds perfect for Nana's site's needs. Appreciate the warning on the ads, though. I'll brace myself next time I listen to a podcast. Anytime. Let me know if you need any help getting that site up and running. Andy, can you believe we've almost hit 700 episodes of The Next Reel? I know, it's crazy. And with all the other episodes in our family of podcasts, we are well over 1,200 episodes of movie conversation. It's really pretty amazing that we've gotten to have these in-depth movie chats every week for over a decade now. And we couldn't have done it without our loyal community of film fans. Their support over the years has meant so much. For sure. That reminds me, we should give the merch store a shout out. Buying shirts from thenextreel.com slash merch is a great way listeners can continue to support the show. Plus, they get to support our great designs. Absolutely. I think sometimes folks forget we have a variety of shirts, mugs, phone cases, and more available. In fact, a great place to start is with a shirt sporting the Next Reel's logo. We also have that classic Fast Times Spicoli Surf School tee, or the weirdly popular Rusty's European Tour shirt. The one from National Foods European Vacation. Why is that so popular? <laughs> Search me, but we have sold a ridiculous number of those. I guess there are a lot of Rusties taking trips to Europe? We're always adding new designs based on movies we've covered, like our brand new design for a streetcar named Desire, featuring a streetcar named Desire. So if you want to rep your love of TNR and films, head to thenextreel.com slash merch. Every purchase helps us continue to have these weekly in-depth conversations. So visit thenextreel.com slash merch today. And as always, thanks for listening and being a part of the Next Real community. We've got lots more great movie chats coming your way. It's showtime, folks. Enjoy the show. And a fine Saturday matinee to you all. Happy Saturday, Mandy Kaplan. Hello, Pete. And Tommy Metz the third. Hi, Mandy. <laughs> oh, not talking to Pete. Mm, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. I see how this is is gonna work. You uh, you wanted to you had some wor- follow up words of follow up about the Friends reunion, Tom. 
because that we started with we've talked about that across multiple shows. We have. <laughs> I like that we're now all in the Friends Reunion universe. <laughs> know, that's right. The FRU. Um, yeah. No, I, I like that everyone found different parts to be really uncomfortable by and other parts to really be charmed by. I thought that was fun. Mandy, do you have any words of follow up? Did you like it? Now we've we've talked about it. Uh, you, you feel good? Oh, I loved it. Oh, yes. Last time you tried to spoil it for me. And if you do that within the heights, I will murder you. I haven't watched it yet. I okay. haven't watched it yet. Nor have I. I've watched the first eight minutes. That's right. I heard Mandy in real time learn, no, it's not a new episode. <laughs> it's a grab bag of friends nonsense. Because <laughs> Mandy, you were reads. so delightfully confident. You're like, no, it's a new episode. And mm-hmm. Pete was like, well, no. <laughs> yeah. It's a Q&A and then a Justin Bieber dance show. And you're like, what's happening? <laughs> yeah. No, I yeah. overall, though, I thought it was quite successful in pulling at all my heartstrings and making me feel nostalgic and i loved it nostalgic and mostly sad for matthew perry oh and his upper lip something has happened to matthew perry i feel really bad about where where he is but he still charming even if he doesn't remember much still charming correct i give it Mm -hmm. a solid 5.9 stars on the imdb scale almost at six I, it worked for me, <laughs> likely won't work for, for all. Uh, what are you watching right now? Besides Friends reruns, what are you watching? Mayor of East Town. Ooh. <gasps> Have you finished? Where are you yep. on it? Yep, yeah, just finished. Yeah, me too. Dynamite. I loved it. I Love loved it. it. I loved it. Love really? it. Really? Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. that fan Pete. Yeah, is it, is it all the I haven't seen rice? an episode. <laughs> I, was just, I'm, I was trying to think of how to be like, oh, don't you? Yeah, I can't do it. Yeah, oh, that was good, baby. That was actually really great. Dang. Yeah, um, I thought it was. I thought it was so great and really grounded, really well acted. I saw some of the stuff coming, not all of it, and it was really exciting. I like a real downer, rainy female-led murder mystery. <laughs> Honestly, that's why I haven't watched it yet. I know it's it's getting all this, but when when you look at the art. The art on HBO Max, and it's her kind of looking over her shoulder, and you can tell it's like everything sepia and wet. Uh, it's not. It's not drawing me in. It's like I'm going to stay inside and watch Friends reruns. Like I'm just not there. I think it has enough twists and turns to keep, and and the world is so grounded and real and beautifully acted. I feel it will work for you. Okay. Well, it it is on the list for sure. That is funny though that you're talking about the yeah the the key art. Seems like, did you think the killing was too dry? <laughs> like it is, yeah. it is an overcast world. Yeah. yeah, there's there's nothing there's nothing grabbing at the the old lapels. It, yeah. it's pretty much like you know weird accents we all have tried to get out from under for you know three decades and and uh, <laughs> uh, wet. Yeah, I'm not into it. So, uh, but I, I will, I, I will, what I've heard nothing but great things from people I trust and also you guys. So, uh, I'll, I'll definitely, uh, I'll definitely catch it. I just finished, uh, a movie that is, um, uh, as, uh, weirdly disappointing, uh, a movie that I, as, as I've seen recently, have you seen dream house? Is that the Daniel Craig? They gave away the entire twist literally in the tra- trailer or trailer, as I like to call it. Okay. I didn't watch the trailer, Tom. Yeah. So I don't know if that happened 
uh, you it, maybe they did. They did give away like this is a movie that ha- I mean, just listen to this cast. So you've already outed Daniel Craig, but Rachel Weisz, Elias Codius, oh, yeah. oh, Naomi yeah. Watts, mm. uh, uh, Martin Sokas. Uh, the, the cast is amazing. These people yeah. should put together a hell of a film. Yeah, I should have stopped at minute 48. Yeah. And like that was it because <laughs> that's where the twist comes out. And then it's nonsense. It's just an assault on my intelligence all the way down and me just mostly feeling sorry for him. And this was the story that apparently uh, uh, director Jim Sheridan, who we normally should should trust for such things, uh, you know, produced in the name of the father. Uh, you know, it's legit. Let's just say legit. Uh Jim Sheridan, apparently the producer of the movie, came and changed the whole thing after the fact. And that always bodes well. Meaning yeah, in post? Yeah, the audience. Yeah, yeah. And so Sheridan said, no, you can't do that. And the producer said, yeah, no, I'm going to do that. And so all, the entire cast said, okay, if he's going to do that, we're with Jim Sheridan. We're not going to uh, promote the film at all. Dynamite. And so, so we have a woman in the window movie. situation here. Apparently. I, it feels like a woman in the window situation. So it was very disappointing. And I'm so surprised uh, at this movie. And um, spoiler, it's actually a backup pick for my list tonight. Yep, that's oh. right. Oh, is it more of a nightmare house than a dream house? <laughs> no, anyone? Talk about a money pit. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's bad news. So uh, that's what that's what I've been watching. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry about that, Pete. Yeah, that trailer was What Lies Beneath Notorious for, wait, do they know that they put that yeah. in the trailer? <laughs> Did anybody was watch like, this before no they No one published? gave it like a, a final look? Yeah, um, <laughs> because What Lies Beneath, the big twist happens like an hour and something into the movie and it's uh, straight up in the trailer. Yeah. Oh, you know what I started, which makes me smarter than both of you, is The Underground Railroad oh, on boy, Amazon Prime. It. Really? I'm fine. Boom. Wait, you watched it? I read it. Oh, you read it. Like well, a real class act. Okay, fair enough. Did you like the book? No. Oh, because it was sad or because yeah, it was I mean it was it was like being brutal. Brutalized for 380 pages. I mean, I I know it was a well-done book, but I yeah. I found it very tough. And I know that everyone's saying the series is incredible, too. But it's just, oh, God. Fair enough. I read his second book, The Nickel Boys. Oh, I read that, too. Which I desperately loved, but it's very rough. Again, too. Oh, I didn't care for that one. Really? You didn't? Mm-mm. Um, well, you're you're drinking soup out of a martini glass. <laughs> yeah. Um, there, I've only watched the first episode of The Underground Road. I didn't read the book. I was attracted by the un, by the underground, <laughs> by the magical realism of the concept that there is an underground railroad that is literally an underground mm-hmm. railroad. And of course, the book won the Pulitzer Prize. Um, but uh, no, the first episode, you can tell that we're going to be on quite a ride. It is both rough and incredibly beautiful. I'm really looking forward to to it because I had just watched them, which I talked about on a couple uh, sat mats ago, which I was wondering where it existed in this idea of what maybe, you know, what I called uh, racism porn or slavery porn. This seems like uh, it might not have that kind of question for me, which is beautiful, which is wonderful. And so I'm really looking forward to it as much as one can look forward to something like this. Yeah, so I just started watching that. And then the other thing that I watched last night was called Ghost Stories. It's a Martin Freeman starring anthology ghost story 
film based on a play called Ghost Stories, which is one of two major Broadway productions, the other one being The Lady in Black. Mm-hmm. There's only been a two like real big horror-centric stage plays that have been really successful. Ghost Stories was the other one, and it's written and directed by the makers of the play, and it's really fun. It's got some okay. like legit scares in it, and then it's also kind of cheeky it's very british um and i really enjoyed it i watched that last night the end i uh that's awesome i martin freeman it sneaks up on you like he is in stuff that you just would not expect he's got crazy horror stuff that he just shows up in you can tell he's in this because he yeah. liked it and he liked the show and he wanted because he's yeah. he's the name of the show. And it's a lot of fun. Um, I can't believe I just have one more shout out to a an actual good movie experience that I had very recently. I can't believe I led with the stupid dream house uh, <laughs> when what I really wanted to talk to you about is Armando Yanucci. Do you like the Armando, the Nooch? He did Veep, right? And and Death of Stalin and Thick of It and Death of Stalin love is my it. favorite. Yeah. I don't know any of those. I know Veep. Oh, my gosh. You, you would guys. like a Death of Stalin, Mandy, if you like Veep. Death All right, Stalin you're going to make me write stuff down. Delightful. It's a little, we got to post it. It's the funniest comedy that has the most people shot in the head <laughs> that I've ever oh seen. Oh, my gosh. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. Yeah. It's just It's delightful. really great. Yeah. Um, the Armando Inucci's latest is The Personal History of David Copperfield. <gasps> oh, I didn't know that. Okay. It is Wonderful. Where are wonderful. You wonderful. Um, it is the story of David Copperfield as as revised through Armando Iannucci. It is fantastical and frivolous, and it really nails the Dickens book, the stuff that is like Oh, not the magician. Oh, I was thinking of the magician. Wait, were oh you just making God. a joke, Mandy? I was yes, legit Tommy, thinking I was just making no, a joke. No, what I'm saying is I was also like Mandy. I knew making it was a, a joke. joke. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's we we both made a joke and we're both smart. Go ahead, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I can't I, I'm this was I thought this was book talk. Um It is. <laughs> A really disappointing episode of Book Talk. The personal history of David Copperfield, it nails this stuff. Like, you remember David Copperfield, right? You read the David Copperfield in school. You did. Nobody did. Statue nobody of Liberty did. disappeared. <laughs> because nobody did. You were no, assigned. You were assigned David Copperfield. But did you read it? Great expectations. <laughs> I was all about great expectations. Okay. it there There is this lovely uh, sort of uh, sense of it where it's just it, it, like he works himself into history, into the history. Uh, David Copperfield works himself into the history of, of the narrative. And this nails it. But most important, completely colorblind casting. Completely. David Copperfield's played by Dev Patel. Um, oh, I like and him. he's so so good, uh, but they Ben Wishaw is in it, and Peter Capaldi mm. and Tilda Swinton plays Dev Patel's aunt, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, Gwendolyn Christie is in it, and Hugh Laurie is incredible as Mister oh. Dick. It is just a who's who Christie. of fan- and back to Veep, yeah, Hugh Laurie, right? Hugh Laurie. Right. Yeah. It is just oh, Benedict Wong plays the most brilliant cinematic drunk. He is. Amazing. Is he from? So, is he he from uh, Mr. My Hands? 
Is he from the Marvel? Are you talking uh, about Doctor Strange? Yeah. <laughs> That's Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> and no. Benedict Wong. And Benedict, and Benedict Wong. Wong plays I'm not Wong. a crazy person. I'm yeah. crazy, but I'm Benedicts? not. Yeah, there are two. In that and, movie? They, and they're literally opposite each other. I'm like, Oh, yes. that's not okay. And you can never guess what was always at craft services. Eggs Benedict. Go ahead. <laughs> that movie, I, it has gotten, uh, it, it's averaging a, a 3.5 on Letterboxd, which is a bummer because I think it is a better movie than that. And it should be seen. It's super fun. Uh, How is my Eggs Benedict joke trending on Letterboxd? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I did you a favor by moving on. I know! But I saw yeah. it happening, so I had call, to put my face back, back in it. Terrible yeah. callback. Right, okay. Fair enough. Uh, so, that's that's what we've got. Very exciting. Shall we do trailers? <gasps> yeah. Oh, right into it. It's almost like yeah. we're pressed for time. Who's first? <laughs> uh, I'm first. I okay. am... I am first, and I'm going to try and go quickly because I hear Mandy has a bit with her pick for some reason. I don't know what to expect <laughs> from any of that. Oh, why do I even? Uh, my movie is No Sudden Move, mostly because Steven Soderbergh films are catnip for me. Oh, yeah. You said a man wants to see me. Ali Alba. Can't come in. What is he, white? Oh, boy. So what's the score? We're sending a man that works in an office to pick something up. You are part of a babysitting team watching his family while he does it. Good morning. Everything is normal, except... What do you want? Is that something you'd say? Normal Monday? I'm gonna shoot you right now. Can I go home now? Wait at the house after. What do you mean after? Right off of your what is going on? What's going on, big guy? Yeah, what are we doing? We're following instructions. Are you helping me or are you not helping me? No, 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 no. Thank you. Set up, man. God called me, offering me $10,000 to turn you in. 15 for the white guy. Think you're the only one that can make a move? I can make a move, too. I have the keys. I'd like to listen to the radio. Organized crime like the mob. Well, I guess that's a $64,000 question. It's been a long day. I put this over you so I can relax. Thank you. This is another one. This cast, uh, how do you get schedules aligned to get these people all together long enough to shoot a film? This cast is rivaling David O. Russell's new film, which I know nothing about except that everyone that's not in No Sudden Move is in David O. Russell's new film. <laughs> it's the the only other movie that they can make right yeah, now because it's like someone everyone's said, taken. you guys, we just ran out of film. There's only two left. So pick your sides. And half of them went with uh, No Sudden Move. The other half went with Russell Magoo. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And and it starts with uh, Don Cheadle, uh, Benicio Del Toro, David Harbour, Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser, it turns out, still working. Haven't heard a lot from him. Love it, though. He's still around. Love him. Uh, Matt Damon, Ray Liotta. What? Kieran Culkin? <laughs> I haven't seen anything with Kieran Culkin since uh, uh, Scott Pilgrim. No, the series Succession. He's no. huge. Oh, yeah. Petey, you but, should be watching Succession. I'm no, so sorry I just exist. called you Petey. Didn't so watch good. it. Doesn't exist. Okay. Uh, and John Hamm. What? John Hamm. Mm -hmm. I noticed you didn't mention any ladies. 
and huh. neither does the trailer. <laughs> that's well. That's that's why. Uh, mostly uh, is because so Julia Fox and uh, Frankie Shaw and Amy Simmons and uh, Lauren Reese Martin and Miranda Richardson. <laughs> Miranda Richardson. It's they also all in look there. the same with yeah. red. You know, Lucy and Ethel curls and pretty much. pale white skin and pretty pretty much. But it is Soderbergh. He's come out of retirement again. Yeah, well, well, that was my question when it yeah. said a Steve Soderbergh film. I was like. I swear, was it an acid dream? Did he not retire? Well, he said he retired from feature films, and then he was just going to do TV stuff, but then TV became prestige TV, and then now this is like, I think because it's coming to HBO Max, he's like, it's not a real film. LOL. I'm Steve. <laughs> the Brett and I like, did you just call him Steve, Mandy? Yeah. That was very ingratiated. I love that you called him Steve. You called him Petey. I can call oh Steve Steve. Fair enough. That's a good point. A spider. Oh, that's a spider oh, crawling oh, across oh, my lens oh my right god, now. There's a bug crawling. Oh my god. That. <laughs> did you plan that? Oh my god, I can't. There is a bug crawling across Pete's Zoom. And now we're just looking at the, I don't know what words are, but I'm going to say pupus. I'm going to do it back here. That's not a word that I like. <laughs> I don't want to get close. It's giant. It's How giant. are you going like, to get rid of that? It's this big. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. And it won't follow. Oh, oh, and it just uh, went by. No, you yeah. have to track it. It's on my monitor. It's moving toward my beverage. Oh, oh it's behind the monitor now. Can that be my trailer? That's so much better than my trailer. My trailer is the thing that only uh, the recording people can see. The YouTube live. Uh, it oh, came back uh, around the side. What do you I something? need to get it. Hold on. I can't. Burn down your I can't, house. I can't leave. Yeah, you have to move. Because move and change your name. Witsack yourself. Oh, God, you guys. It was big. <laughs> this is the episode we're keeping tight. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. That was... Oh, it was horrifying. That's a... I haven't seen that. That's a brown recluse yeah. for sure. Like, that is a poisonous killer spider. I think it's even worse than brown recluse. I think it's like a brown extrovert. <laughs> like, he's in the mix and he wants your throat. Tommy! <laughs> oh, Tommy! Nobody can find it. We don't know where it is. Oh, it's God. now. It's coming back. Yeah. Keep I don't all this in, Pete. I don't remember. I'm going to do this standing up from now on because... Oh, God. Oh, uh. Uh, that was so big. Okay. That was really rough <laughs> emotionally, and I'm not mm -hmm. joking. So all I want to say is I I don't care how many times he retires. I'm going to keep watching Soderbergh movies because I like them. I like Soderbergh movies uh, a lot. And so I'm I'm in it. And this cast looks amazing. Sorry about the ladies. Or lack thereof. Production design looks great, and the time period looks great, and the yeah. language seems great. Uh, this is like uh, catnip for me. I'm super excited. I still don't I The trailer was nine minutes long. I still have no idea what's happening in it, uh, but everyone yeah. has guns, and everything um, goes click. It's written by, uh, written by Ed Solomon, and uh, Ed Solomon oh. is behind Now You See Me, and Now You See Me Too, and we are, uh, we are also fans. Charlie's Angels and uh, uh, Men in Black and... Uh, so there's a there's a weird seriousness in this trailer that doesn't necessarily come through from the guy who wrote like Bill and Ted. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like this is I, so I'm curious. I'm curious what he is able to bring to the proverbial table. I, I'm having a really hard time concentrating because I just don't know sure. when it's going to come back out. Yeah. Sure. Right. Who's next? 
what is the signal we should give you if it's behind you, but we don't want to let it know that we know? We're going to use the word flapjacks (laughs) because that that comes up so organically. Yeah, Um, right. No, of course. uh, Who is next? I'm next. Um, Yes. Tommy, you're next. <laughs> Adorable. Uh, from, a, from my own quiver. Yes, my film is the sequel to a movie that I found incredibly interesting and adorable. And I was the one. But then actually it turned out it was a big hit. It was called Escape Room. And it took the idea of escape rooms and made it into a horror film, but that wasn't based in gore or anything. It's not a torture porn movie at all. It was just sort of like, what if you were put into escape room built by a corporation like CRS from the game that has unlimited funds and can do whatever it wants? And I really loved it. And I saw it in the movie theater. And then I came home and I texted everybody. You've got to see this movie. This is one that you're really going to remember. And then everyone saw it and they went, what? And then I rewatched it and I went, oh no, (laughs) it's actually not that great. It's a great idea with one dynamite set piece, but I still have a very soft part of my heart. And I love uh, the idea that they're continuing it with the actual characters. This is Escape Room Tournament Monster of champions. Escape room's alive. I need to know that the criminals who killed the four people in front of me are held accountable. They're hiding in plain sight in the middle of Manhattan. We need to stop them. I'm in. I know this is a lot to ask, but thank you for coming with me. Do you hear that? Hey, what the hell is going on? The train is uncoupled! You've got to be kidding me. You guys have played the game before? So what is this? Like a tournament of champions? Look, we all know how this works. We solve the puzzles or we die. Ah! False advertising must be pulled. This ad, yourself is missing an E. So maybe we pull the corresponding handles with a missing letter. Yes! E. Dang it, anyway. M and A. Come on, we don't have time! The missing letters are W, B, and O! This is way bigger than last time. You gotta try something, right? There's a special reason each of us survived. I can't feel physical pain. Just imagine the kinds of puzzles they came up with for me. Take a picture, it'll last longer. It's a clue. This looks just like the lighthouse on the postcard. Grab his hand! It's the same movie, but bigger. And it seems like more lasers. That's never the answer and, for anything. And tournament year. So much tournament year. When you guys see this, you can tell that the studio cares about this movie to a certain extent because they put like a cool song to it. They care about the titles. Like they know where their money is. And the first one made surprising amount of money. When you see this trailer, Mandy and Pete, are you like, what's happening? Or do you have any interest in it? I loved Cube. A lot. Me too. Yeah. And so this, it, it, like, Escape Room, the whole premise of Escape Room felt like Cube to me. Like, we're just going to do that. But I never saw Escape Room. Well, it's I Cube seen with it. a budget. Yeah. It's Cube with a Okay. So I... <laughs> Flapjack. Did you see that? Flapjack. 
it learned himself in. It so, learned how to open a door. <laughs> yeah, he learned. Open. So it, but then I watched this trailer and I think self, I don't want to pay to rent the first one anymore. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. cube, but purposeless. What, what is even going on with this? Like it's so broke. They've so broken my trust in the context of the escape room, like thrill. <laughs> Why? I just don't even care. I like you've never been in care. an escape room and then it turned out you were on a flight on a plane <laughs> and no one told you. I know. It's a little much. I get it. So you're saying I should still see the first one. That's what you're no, saying. You're saying, no. Oh, good. Everyone okay. thinks that it's terrible. I love right. it. I still okay. love the first one. Mandy, any thoughts? And feel free to have none. Here's my story. Oh. I clicked on the trailer and as is often the case, <laughs> Pete is like there, spider there fighting no, as I'm so talking. Web hanging oh from the ceiling to my camera, and oh, I just I saw it waving it. in, and I had to get rid of it. I'm so sorry. This is quite very right. distracting. So Ugh. I click on the trailer, and an ad pops up. Oh, and you have to watch a certain amount of the ad before uh-huh. you can hit skip ad. And I'm waiting. And the ad is for this really amazing concealer that they match to your skin if you take a quick quiz on the website. <laughs> so I clicked on the quiz, took the quiz, got the concealer. Then I got a deal on an amazing mascara through the same website. It's going to arrive at my house with a 20% off discount because I signed up for the recurring prescription <laughs> subscription, which I feel I'll probably cancel if it's not really good concealer. And then we logged into the Zoom, and I had forgotten to watch your <laughs> Fair enough. Fair but then, enough. But then, hey, behind the scenes drama, Tommy right. logged into the Zoom and said, I need to watch the trailers. Right. So then I felt forced. I couldn't be like, sure. not me, because I knew I hadn't watched it. So I did. And all I need to say is Razzie alert. That oh. oh god very pretty very bad acting okay. i was just watching bad 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 acting fair in enough the movie. was she in the first one see. was she the same is she yeah. a return character almost everybody oh. is in the first one. Oh no almost everyone's dead just the main guy and girl <laughs> like the girl Plus. with the really pretty hair mm-hmm. like curly yeah she's in the first one and she's she's the same person oh my gosh all right well guess what everybody it's in theaters on july 16th so i'll be there and there will be plenty of seats (laughs) mandy um we all know i'm a parent we all and uh when casey was about five a really adorable movie came out called hotel transylvania Mm. And they they continue to remake this every two years. It's an Adam Sandler. That's the only thing I know about it is that Adam Sandler is involved. And I think it's got heart and humor. And I enjoyed the first two with Casey. And then we watched like the third one. We went to the movies when it came out. So he was about nine. And I thought it was just like a hot steaming bag of crap. But he liked it. So it's like, okay, great. I mean, they're funny. They're goofy. They're harmless. So this is... Hotel Transylvania Four. Four. Wow. You have to do. That was my. You have to, to do the, the subtitle, though. You have to do the subtitle. Transformania, right? Transformania. <laughs> Transformania. Did I get that right? I'm not. You got it right. Yeah, that's perfect. Here's to Hotel Transylvania. 
Johnny worked so hard to make this extra special. Okay, thank you, dear son-in-law. I ruined everything. Johnny, what are you talking about? Your dad never really thought of me as part of the family. All because I'm not a monster. So, you want to become a monster, huh? Van Helsing? The monstification ray turns humans into monsters and monsters into humans. But is this safe, though? Great question. Huh? That's weird. Nothing happened. The nightmare! It's over! I'm human again! I was like, too bad Casey's too old for these movies, because these are enjoyable and, you know, a good chance to spend a Sunday afternoon in the theater with my kid. And then today he said, I saw on YouTube that there's a new Hotel Transylvania coming out. Can we go see it? Oh, YouTube. So I get to see this movie. Oh, you're excited. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I mean, again, there'll be dumb laughs and I get to spend time with my kid. What's the, if you can uh, boil it down to like oh, I sure can, two sentences, Tommy. what is the idea of Hotel Transylvania and Adam Sandler? So in the hotel in Transylvania, it is run entirely by monsters and they don't allow any humans. Mm-hmm. And Dracula, played by Adam Sandler, has a daughter who is, I think, maybe half human, half Drac, mm-hmm. half vamp. And then she falls in love with a human. A human accidentally wanders into the hotel in the first movie, oh. played by Andy Sandberg. Mm-hmm. And oh. Selena Gomez is the daughter, and they fall in love. And Adam Sandler doesn't want them to because he's a human, and that's disgusting. And all the actors are all big name comedians. It's fun. It's just fun. Fun. There is controversy oh. around this one, right? Sweet. Well, I don't know what the controversy is, but for some reason, Adam Sandler <laughs> is not in the fourth movie. Sandberg is back, and Go- Selena Gomez is back, but Dracula is played by Brian Hull. What's that about? Oh, that's because of one reason. <laughs> Paychecks. <laughs> I would imagine. <laughs> Unless Brian Hull is grabbing that same what, what controversy <laughs> i guess we yeah. solved it okay yeah <laughs> i've heard eddie murphy showed up like one day on the shrek sequels and then it's just yeah. all voice matching and so well uh, you'll be pleased to know that david spade is back as griffin the invisible man because what else is he doing hosting the bachelor <gasps> we buried the lead right oh that's david right because they kicked that one guy bachelor. out yeah that's right. Uh, okay. But Steve Buscemi and Keegan Michael Key and like there are there are some oh, great Dynamite. voices in yeah. here. Jim James. Gaffigan has come have, out of his apartment. I have a thing for Kevin James. So do I love you. it. Do you? I do. Hmm. I love him. Okay. I could watch right. King of Queens all day long and be happy. Okay. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I sent the spider for you, Pete. I sent <laughs> Is that did that like sound too judgmental? Okay, it yes, wasn't a spider; it was a spider. Is that worth oh, it? Oh boy! <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> All right, asked and game. answered. Not worth it. Spider. Hey Tom, when it doesn't work the first time, no need to repeat it. But I'm just here to help. That's not what I've that's not what I've learned about. That's not what yes and means. No one is saying yes and do it again. 
No, it means uh, that clearly no one heard it <laughs> because it's such gold. <laughs> oh, what it's an such gold. Child. I got to really lead into the mic. Andy Nelson, uh, my stars, you're here. Our mystery games master, Andy Nelson, has jumped in to our uh, recording session here to lead us through a game that he has... He's done a, a really extraordinary amount of prep work to make to bring this game to us tonight, and I think it is a grand experiment. Let's see. Hey, everybody, Andy Nelson here, bringing you tonight's <laughs> game show extravaganza. That's right, it's everybody's favorite musical mix-up game. It's Backward Movie Themes. Oh. Tonight, we'll be playing iconic themes from iconic movies, and it's up to our three contestants to correctly identify the movie each theme is from. Can they do it? Stay tuned to find out. Oh, I love I love how you brought this character with you. That's very exciting. Yeah, <laughs> I need like a game show guy. I also like how you Here's pronounce here. iconic. Uh, iconic. Is that a is it is that an i is that a clue? The how you lean into the i. Okay, here. here we go. Ready? Are we ready? Yes. So the way we're going to do this is I'm going to play a track, and it's basically up to you three. Whoever feels they know it can call it out. Once you've called out something, you have to stop calling things out. If you're wrong, let the other two call things out. How do we buzz in? Just shout, I guess. Our name or the actual the, answer? The actual answer. If all three of you get it wrong, <laughs> then we'll move on to the next one, I guess. We'll call that one a fail. And, and let me just say, as somebody, so Andy called me yesterday and he said, I want to test this out on you. So he's that you have, I assume you're not giving any of these that, that we did yesterday. Uh, maybe might be different parts. Oh, nuts! All right. Might so if be, I've heard be it before, parts. I'll shut up. But all I'm saying is, it it behooves you to be patient, to wait. Yeah, yeah. you got it because there mm -hmm. often you'll hear things that don't sound like sound, and you'll shout something out only like a second later to totally get the main theme. Right. So just ill behoove me, no ill behoove, sir. <laughs> I will play just the let game. Tommy as call I out Greece, and then it's just down to the two of yeah, us. Right. right. That's so that's going to happen that's every fine. round. Right. Yeah. Greece. Uh, are you ready, everybody? We're going to start off with this one. And if, if we need to, maybe I'll throw in a clue if it seems like you're all flailing. So here we go. First track now. It is psycho. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> All right. Great. That weirdly sounded like psycho. Like psycho. That's like the sound I make. <laughs> right. Exactly. All right. So that's one point for Mandy. Yeah. All right. Number two up. Here we go. Star Wars, bad Imperial Darth theme. theme. March. Imperial March. It is the Imperial March from <laughs> The Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> the Empire Strikes Not Back. Not just Star Wars. Uh, I think I might have There were a Star lot Man. of words. <laughs> <laughs> Starman. 
<laughs> I think I yelled Starman like over and over again. <laughs> okay. All I'm right. Jeff Bridges. Star time. Okay, here we okay. go. Number three is up. Is it the natural? It is the natural. Yes. Oh, I don't know that at all. So that's Pete for the win. I thought he said iconic. The natural is iconic. The natural? The theme song for the natural. It's very iconic. All right, number four. Here we go. Change with it be define gravity. <laughs> Glory. <gasps> the Rocketeer. Is it one of the famous J's? We need a clue, sir. Is it Horner? Are we allowed to guess again now? No, it's you, Tom. But I guessed already. Yeah, you've he, you he all thought it was guessed. wicked, a movie that's guessed. never been made. <laughs> yeah, I immediately forgot everything. <laughs> a few good men. So iconic. Jurassic Park. Any ideas? Don't we get a clue? You said you would give a clue. Oh, it is Marvel. Something in the MCU. I'm out. Good luck, Mandy. It's it, but is it? It's not the Avengers theme. We've done. It's not the Avengers theme. That's I would know that. Um. Captain America. It own. is Captain America. <gasps> what? Oh, I was one hundred percent being a dick and joking. Do I really get that voice? Hey, you got it. Whether you guessed it completely as That's... a joke or not, you still get the point. So right. <laughs> it was Captain right. America. Captain America, the the first Avenger. All right, here we go. Number huh. five. Now, I know I said iconic movie themes. This might be Oof. a little bit of a stray from iconic movie themes. Why, did you write this? <laughs> <laughs> Let me just reverse it, and, and we'll just play oh. a few seconds Ooh. and see if somebody oh. can guess it. If it's not iconic. Any ideas? Oh. Well, it's- I got nothing. Hotel Transylvania 2. It is from Joe versus Isn't it the Joe, volcano. Joe versus volcano. It is. Oof. It is. I All know right. that was. A, I know a little bit of a stretch. It's a, ni- a you, stretch. We're a niche podcast. It, you know, I can't is. believe I. I can't, that that actually, I should have had that. <laughs> I should have had it backwards. You would really have gotten that. Gosh, I haven't seen that movie yeah, in forever. I, well, Joe versus volcano. That's not what I'm asking you. Andy, <laughs> Andy, and I have kind of a thing about Joe That's versus a great volcano. Thing. All right, number six. Right. You ready? Ready. Mm-hmm. Six. Wow. Oh, 
What the hell is that movie? Edward Scissorhands. What is it? I can tell that you've got it. I know, don't tell me yet. I want to say Godfather. Nope. <laughs> I'm so filled with rage. Oh, I'm sorry, Mandy. Sorry. Yeah. I took my earphones off so I couldn't hear how loud right. I just screamed. Yes, you did. It's been used in a lot of trailers, which probably doesn't help. It was I got nothing. It is. This sucks. It's one of my favorite ones. Wait. I'll give you a hint. It's Jennifer Connelly was in the movie. The Rocketeer. It was no. not The Rocketeer. That's a little dark for The Rocketeer. Was it Dark City? Oh, um, Requiem for a Dream. Thank you. Requiem, Requiem for, for a Dream. dream. Requiem for a Dream. One of yes. my favorites. I'm sorry I screamed into the mic earlier. <laughs> I feel bad now. Um, uh, good job. Hard. Okay. All right. Requiem for a Dream. That's a great one because I got it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number seven is up. Here it is. Here we go. This is Andy's musical soundscape. Da, da, I have no idea. Da, da, da. Is it that? Da, 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 da. That's is it? it? That? So what is that? So I'm really good at remembering the songs, but you, not the you, name. You have it. That's exactly yeah. what it is. It's a da, da, groundbreaking da, science fiction da, film from 1992. Why am, I, why am I so bad at the easy part? Terminator. Two. There, Judgment two. Day. Terminator 2. You said iconic. These are not like... Those are... It that one's iconic, iconic, Mandy. Just because it's not a Hotel Transylvania 3. <laughs> I'm going to keep going back to the same joke. <laughs> All right. No, 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 that Terminator 2, is that's an iconic theme. Yeah, the Terminator, yeah, no, the Terminator theme, with you. theme is very iconic. Yeah. All right. Number eight. Okay. Drop some real iconic stuff here. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. Deep, you go, deep to, go, to your, go to your Nora Ephron <laughs> stuff. <laughs> here we go. Pete knows it. Sounds like David Lynch. It's going to keep me up tonight. Yeah, this was the soundtrack to my last nightmare. <laughs> Anybody? I don't even know what instrument that is. Is it a saxophone? There's a little bit of a sax in is, there. There's is a horn. It There's some. Pink Panther? The Pink Panther. <laughs> it is the Pink Panther. That's iconic, Mandy, wouldn't you say? That's completely iconic. Okay, good. But that's it didn't it sound like, like that. Backwards? That's weird. Yeah, that's what it sounds like backwards, yes. But um but um It is like but, nightmares. Um, it is the stuff that? of nightmares. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it'd be really It's in there. It's in there. Yeah. 
All right. <laughs> Did I get that point? You got no. that point? Yes, you, you get that point. Look at me. Everything's coming up. Tommy. That's right. I'm going to call my dad after this. Okay. <laughs> okay. Here's another one. Chariots of Fire. Chariots of Fire. Andy got got that one. Yes. Chariots of Fire. Wow. That was really quick. So cool pick, Andy, (laughs) but great choice, Mandy. (laughs) Switch (laughs) though. Okay. Here we go. Number 10. The Good, Bad, and the Ugly. Is it a Coen Brothers? Is it like No Country for Old Men? Did I make all of that those words up? <laughs> oh. Any ideas? I liked my guess. It was wrong. It was a good guess because of the whistling. This was a I can, I very recent musical. Um. In the Heights. Oh, 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 I know it. Oh. I know it. I know it. I hate it. La La Land. <laughs> La La Land. <laughs> it, is, oh. it is La La Land. Yes, that because is Because it was that same that theme that the they only wrote City of Stars. one song <laughs> <laughs> for the entire musical. <laughs> one song I is not a musical. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next up. Rocky. Rocky. Hey, absolutely. Nice. That was Rocky. The theme from Rocky. Gonna fly now. All right. Let's see. That's what it's called. Gonna fly now. Yeah. When they sing it, they fly now. Everybody knows it, Tommy, except for you. Pete and I have never sung together before. Now this was a huge moment. Yeah. Just right. Spiders and singing together. All right. Here we go. Next one. It's Marvel. I'm Marvel, and I'm Marvel, and I'm a theme song for Marvel and the Avengers. Is that it? It is the Avengers. Yes. <laughs> no. Did they did, when they wrote it? Is that how they pitched it? I think that's yeah. how they pitched. It. I think they sang it. Avengers, just like that. and we're avenging, and we'll be and over avenging, here. And avenging. Then the cellos are the avenging cellos. Avenging cellos. Something needs avenging. We're here. We the go. Avenging. Call. Are you ready? Yeah. Ready. Jurassic Park. Oh, Space Odyssey, 2001. It's, uh, is it Ken Burns' The Civil War? Can you do it again? Seemed very short. Is it like taps? (laughs) Yeah, all of a sudden, yeah. Was that glory? I hear nothing. Oh, that's glory. It's funny that you say it's glory because it's the same composer and he often is accused of using pieces of his own music over and over again. This isn't necessarily one of those pieces, but it does feel very familiar. It is James Horner who did glory. It is the... Never heard of him. I'm kidding. (laughs) It is the... (laughs) Like the only guy who's ever... Okay. Let me play the beginning and and I'm going to play it in order or in regular. Oh, yeah. See if you can can get it here. I love this. I should know this. Is this a few good men? Born on the 4th of July. 
Have we done this on the show? It's not JFK. It's no, close to JFK. JFK. Yes, but I... Yeah. We, we have done this on the show. It is a very patriotic movie. Ron Howard directed it. Apollo it 13. It is Apollo 13. Yes. Oh, wow. Crying out loud. Yes. Good work. Yes, indeed. That was a hard I one. I just want to say, that spider was really rough, you guys. <laughs> And I just want to say, I have nothing to blame my performance on. I'm spider free. I'm spider free. If a washing and, machine could fly, yeah. my Jimmy could land it. There you, you go. More. There you go. Mrs. Oh. Howard, I love it. All right. You ready? Here's another one. Terms of endearment? Forrest Gump. It is Forrest Gump. Are you serious? It is the feather theme. Yes, Oh, I actually, Whoa. to be Wesley. honest, I, I rewatched that within the last month. Wow. Did you rewatch it backwards? Da, 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 <laughs> yeah. As I do all of my movies, because I'm looking for signs for the devil. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, that's fun. All right. Let's, uh, how, should we do a few more? I've do got, we, yeah, I've yeah, got yeah, a yeah, bunch yeah, of these. Just a couple. We'll do a few more. Uh, just, uh, just, uh, yeah, two or three more, and then all right, you got to leave. Here we go. American president. Oh. No, I got big. Mm. It is. Very is big. it a CGI I'm not good at the heavy waiting thing? Uh, there are a lot of fake things fighting fake things in this particular. Is this a, is this the Lord of the Rings? It would be. Is it the uh, Lord of the, the Rings? Hobbit. The Fellowship it's of the, the Ring. Fellowship of the Ring. Yes, nice. it's the Fellowship Show. theme. There you go, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> now you're playing. There we go. <laughs> okay, here's another one. Superman. Great as the Lost Ark. I'm not allowed to guess twice, though. Right? Cheater! I did cheat, so who said it second? Mandy gets the point. Yes. All right. But we both know who. No, I know. Two more, unless there's unless we need a tiebreaker. Here we go. Are you keeping score? I don't think anybody's keeping score. You are? You are? Tommy's at five, Mandy's at six, and Pete's at four. Oh. Adorable! Mm-hmm. This is no. That's. Do you remember rare. all the ones that I got in the test round yesterday? I you did. You did a lot better yesterday than you did today. All right. <laughs> so here, here we people. go. This is do 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 do. Good, bad, the ugly. Fistful of there dollars, it whatever it's, it's called. The good, the bad, and the ugly. <laughs> okay, so, yeah. I only got that because I guessed it earlier. Okay. All right, we've got a tie right now between Tommy and Mandy. So if Pete so gets Pete, this, then there's going to be a smoke tie break. break. <laughs> first, take, take, a first break. take up smoking and then take a break. Okay, okay here we go. 
Are those are those bagpipes? They're not nah, bagpipes, nah, nah. no. So it'd be <laughs> da, da, it feels organ heavy to me. Nah, nah. I don't know what it is. It feels spooky. It feels a little Danny yeah. Elfman to me, but not scampering enough to be Danny Elfman. Da, na, na, da, na, na. It might be all electronic. The theme to it's complicated. Is it it's complicated? <laughs> It shouldn't be for it's you. Complicated. I, I didn't intentionally end it with this particular song, but this should be an easy one for Tommy. There's a oh, hint. Oh, seems oh, so. yeah, I, I, I know. What can I do? Here, Tommy's here. life story. <laughs> here, here, I'm going to um, play it forward. All right. We'll see, I'm sorry, Mandy. See if any of you can get yeah. this. Hey, man, I, I know I can almost guarantee Mandy's probably seen this. Oh, okay. 50% almost chance. Guarantee. Almost guarantee. Probably. Probably. 50%. Probably. From the producers that brought you qualified. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. Oh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Sorry, Mandy. I got it. Yeah. There it was. Yeah. Have you seen Nightmare on Elm Street? Yeah, but that wouldn't be. I've seen them all. But not all of them. Yeah. Right. Creepy, creepy. Exactly, exactly. Five, six, grab your cruise. We've never sung before, and we've sung together twice tonight. This is the magic of music and the magic of this game show. So thank you all for playing. We love you, Andy. Andy, this was that is a ton of work, and it's very appreciated. Tommy, I know. I'm going to be singing creepy songs to you backward uh, in your dreams tonight. So that's that's your prize for winning. It's <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> awful. <laughs> you are an unwelcome visitor. So not glad to have had you here. I like to pretend that everything Andy does is now backwards. Yes. <laughs> like you're going to so. get up at night and ungrind your coffee. And <laughs> like, it's just going to be it's like how a horror I live. show. It's Good luck. That's right. Good yeah. game, Andy. Thanks right. for uh, being the game master Thanks, tonight. everybody. Have, a, have fun with the rest of the show. Now we get to do the list. Oh, the list. Oh, you guys. So the movie that we were talking about uh, this week is Outside In. We're still in our Lynn Shelton series. And uh, Outside In, have you have either of you seen Outside In? Nope. Hmm. I saw Inside Out. It's a real banger. With I'm me. not kidding. I know. Yep. It's super. I'm hey. I'm oh, here. Sorry, I'm still here. Here we are. Y'all. Here we are. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it, it is really great. I, I have to say, it's it is wonderful and moving with some really great subtle performances. And at one point, we do have a bit of breaking and entering in mm. the film. And so that is the choice that uh, the listeners picked: breaking and entering. We are here to talk about our favorite breaking and entering movies. And maybe Dreamhouse. So, let's see. How'd you do? <laughs> How did you do with the fair breaking and entering movies? Was it just before we before we uh, get our first pick, do you have any uh, any rules that you applied for yourself to to talk about breaking and entering movies? Any guidelines? Nope. <laughs> Mandy says no. As always, I tried to find not a theme throughout, but tried to find interesting things that will probably i find them interesting and instead they will make them <laughs> ineligible <laughs> so great. i look forward to me great okay uh i i did, the ones that came to mind immediately they're either funny or 
give me great anxiety. And so sure. I, uh, I've got my trio yeah. and then I was done thinking about them. So yeah, lots of steals. Here we go. Wow. Here we go. Uh, the first one I am going to pick uh, is already has already been picked, but I want to get it out of the way. It's only in our catalog once, but it's from August of last year. Mandy picked it, but it's all it was already one of my favorite movies. I think it was Holiday Crime was the series that we did. Yeah. Yeah. Is it a Dennis list. Leary it's, vehicle? Yeah. The Ref. Yeah. I adore The Ref. Damn you, Yo. Do yeah, we have a steal? A steal. Uh, oh, yeah. We have yeah. a steal. Outstanding. That could not have gone better for me. Ugh. Outstanding. I was going to start with it because I was like, one of these I know. effers is going to steal this. Honestly, I'm just deeply relieved that I got the first pick because I knew you were going to do it. I knew you were going to do it. Me, 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 Okay. So, that's me. Who's next? Tommy, it's you. Spoiler. It's me. Yeah. Okay. Well, here is... What would you like to steal from Mandy? Here is prom. No. Here is... That's an old callback. Me trying to steal prom from anyone. Is... My movie is a breaking and entering, which is made more interesting because it's two breaking and enterings. And the first breaking and entering is actually very easy and has very low stakes. It's when they get inside, they break inside the first one, breaking inside the second one. That's what the real problem is. You're picking like a diehard movie? Is it Inside Man? It is not. Oh, but that's a good one. Oh, that's a good one. No, this would be Jared Leto, Forrest Whitaker, some <gasps> famous yeah. guy that sings country. I don't remember who he is. I'm going to say Dwight Yoakam. That actually might be right. The answer is Panic Room. Yeah. David Fincher, one of my top two favorite oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. directors of all time. Yeah, it's a double breaking and entering uh, in that it turns out they break into the movie. I'm sorry, they break into the house, but actually what they want is inside the room. Inside the room. That's Nailed the one it. where Kristen Stewart broke into my heart. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. right. Because yeah. you like people that have Kristen diabetic Stewart. seizures. <laughs> Who's up next, Mandy? It is me. Uh, I, of course, you know me. I went with a lighthearted Always. comedy. Always. A romance. Just something fun that you watch just to feel good. Clockwork Orange. <laughs> um, which wow. I have to admit, I've never seen. I could never tolerate that movie. But really? my husband. That is an iconic breaking and, and entering sequence. Yes. The singing, yes. in, the singing so in the rain Jer, sequence. Yes. Right. So Jer was like, oh, Clockwork Orange. And I was like, thank you. I will put it on the list. I know what you're referring to. I understand, but I have never seen it. I never would. And he was like, honey, I'd love to show you this one scene. And you were like, honey, yeah. get back in your, your <laughs> husband cage. Get back in the cage. <laughs> yeah. the cage. Get back in the cage. Yeah. yeah. So that is, I didn't even think about that. And that is incredibly iconic. Yep. Yes. And comes I, back to it's so iconic. It is the bookend of the film. Yeah, that's great. All Jer all day. He's uh, awesome. All Jer all day. I think that should be our all of our catchphrase. Yes, officially. <laughs> uh, okay, so it's my turn, and I'm going to pick a movie that was. Uh, it was made, and then it was adapted from a book, it and it, I read the book. And it was a horrible book, and it kept me up nights. I couldn't stop oh. reading it because mm-hmm. I knew that if I stopped reading it in the middle of the night, I would have to 
than think about it in my nightmares. So Ooh. I just would keep reading all night. It's one of those books, you know, those books. Sure. And uh, it was terrific. I read the entire series. It was made and then nothing happened. And then there was the second book was adapted. And then they went back and readapted the first book with the other actor who was in the second movie, iconic, iconic performances. I'm talking oh, about sure, nice. sure, sure. Manhunter mm-hmm. when it was nice. originally made with William Peterson uh, in it. Uh, and uh, that was the good version of it. It was later made again under the original book title Red Dragon with, again, I, I like to call that one missed opportunity because that movie was bad. It had an amazing cast. All the ingredients Julianne were Moore, there. Right? Oh, God, it was just bad. Yeah, Ed Norton. No, I think Julianne Moore was the... She was in the third one. Hannibal, Hannibal. Rises. Oh. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Or Hannibal. And so this one was um it was Edward Norton and um, Philip Seymour Hoffman Philip Seymour Hoffman where are you Ray, going Ray Fines Ray Fines with the tattoo yep. yeah it was uh not great i was so disappointed and i could watch william peterson all day long love csi mm. mm-hmm. that's all that's all manhunter 1986 i have to see manhunter again cuz when i watched it the first time after i after science of the lambs yeah. had come out and stuff it was so uh, dated, like it has a very eighties yes. Michael Mann feel. Very much. It's all purples and blues, and I was like, "What's yep. this?" Because I wasn't able to put it in its correct place. Well, yeah, I think watching it now, when you see Brian Cox as Hannibal Lecter, and I, love um, Brian Cox. I mean yeah. Joan Allen and uh, <laughs> Chris Elliott is in it. Like it is a really, it's a, a it, it is horrifying okay. because the whole premise is there's the killer in the yard who's like staring just outside the fence line staring into people's houses watching them you know right do stuff and that is terrifying close your curtains y'all the best part is none of that can be remade because who drops off film at a photo mat anymore yeah right mm-hmm. yeah right so it's now it's my turn and it's me and now here he comes me because it's my turn i'm mm-hmm. going to pick hold on Hold on. Here we go. I'm going to pick. Nope. I'm going to pick. This is an example of breaking and entering where the breaking is pretty quiet. But the entering is there and the person that breaks in and enters is arguably there the entire time. Just sitting in the room. What if you thought someone had broken in and entered your house, but no one ever believed you? The incredible, the invisible man remake. Oh, this was the new, this was, I think, the last movie you guys did on the film board before the pandemic. Before the pandemic, yeah, starring the incomparable Elizabeth Moss. And uh, there's a chance I got that name incomparably wrong. But this movie (laughs) is, if you're going to do a remake of IP, this is the way to do it. It's a complete redo and making it into a world filled with, unfortunately, stalking and harassment and all of this. This movie is 100% dynamite and is filled with someone invisibly breaking in and then living in your house for extended periods of time and he's right behind you and you have no idea god awful and just as a set piece or as just a major like set that invisible man versus non-visible man fight like there is some extraordinary yeah. stunt work in here that is yes, just very incredible. much so. Incredible. And if, if you care, if you go on YouTube, they actually have uploaded uh, scenes of the people in the green screen suits 
to show doing you how it really stuff. worked. Oh. And, and an amazing amount of Elizabeth Moss doing actually a lot of that stunt work. Yeah. Hair pulling and all of that. I it's really it. great. So that's mine. The end. Yep. So that's one of Mandy's favorites films. I can't believe it. Uh, yeah, didn't see it. I have no, uh, I would see it. Okay. You would You would love it, Mandy. It's rough, yeah. oh, but really? it's not rough, rough. You would really like it. No, yeah. no, I, I would watch it. I like yeah. rough, creepy, rough, atmospheric, rough. fun movies. That's the one. Um, okay, so the first movie that occurred to me after the ref, Pete, is uh, <laughs> a movie that I believed took place in a suburban home, but my wonderful husband, who whom we've just touted, aforementioned, said, "Yeah, mm-hmm. no, it took place on a houseboat, and it has been made twice, and that is Cape Fear." Cape? Oh, well, do they it not break? Takes and place enter? in both. Don't they huh. break and enter and take the family hostage? They do. I'm thinking but it, of a it, different movie. No, but it takes place in a house and a houseboat. Oh. I think what you is, both might be right. Tommy, yeah. you just saved our marriage. Yeah, no, it's but the whole thing doesn't take place on a houseboat. <laughs> they use the houseboat as the last bit of respite of like, there's one thing that Katie can't do is swim. <laughs> and then he totally <laughs> does. But no, most of the movie takes place like in their general in lives. The house, so no, like a, yeah. a pretty house on a cul-de-sac or something. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cape Fear, hmm. people. Pete is looking like that has no breaking and entering. Well, the breaking and entering no, totally part does. is interesting because most of his terror has to do with outside. He meets them in their general lives, but definitely oh. the houseboat part, because he meets them like the iconic part is like when he's there in the theater, sitting in front of them and he's smoking a huge cigar going. Yeah. Um, he's just sort of always around them outside. But then no, right. houseboat. I think breaking and entering a houseboat is like drying off. <laughs> yeah, it's very easy to break into a houseboat. I like it. I'm in. Well, <laughs> I, like I, my it. memory I like... of the movie is that he breaks into the house, but maybe I'm totally wrong. So, Well, as soon as you started talking about this, all I could think of is dead calm, which I think oh. is just Billy Zane breaking into boats, which is amazing. A boat. Drying yeah, off. I know, but then they, he gets on the other, and oh. then they come back, and it's just a whole right. thing. Then and there's her planes. Her curls are so uh, wonderful. Oh, what those curls! Awesome. Oh, those curls! Oh. They really are uh, astounding curls. Uh, very young. Nicole We're talking Kidman. about Sam Neill, hey. all right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Kate Fear for the second pick, and that it. means the third one is me, and that means I didn't get anything stolen from me. Okay. Here's the thing. This one's a little bit more, um, I, I don't know. I, I feel like this one, if, if anything is on the verge of sort of breaking the rules, oh. it might be this one. Uh, this one is... Breaking and entering the rules. It's exiting and creating. <laughs> exiting and fixing. That would have been the joke. Go ahead. I. Uh, this is a movie uh, about a young couple who's kind of in over their heads on buying an old Victorian in San Francisco. MP? What? MP? You mentioned it earlier. Keep going. Oh, no. M- no, 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 no. Okay. No, they're in over their heads buying the thing. And so they have to rent a, a downstairs apartment. Uh, so they decide, you know, I think I'm going to, uh, we're going to start taking applications. And they do. And it turns out they get somebody who cuts a good suit. There's a guy who looks good in a suit, drives a nice car, but he's not who you think he is. And then he's in the house and he starts making changes to the house. Now, of course, he's downstairs and 
he starts to insinuate himself into the rest of the house. Moulin Rouge? No. This Damn is a 1990 John Schlesing, Schlesinger film. Is it Rob Lowe? Starring Melanie Griffith. Oh, Pacific Heights. Griffith. Pacific Heights. Oh, I've well never seen that movie. Done. Isn't it Michael Fun. Keaton? Yeah. It is Michael Keaton playing an angry non-Batman Bruce Wayne. Yeah, it, it is. I, I only know the cover of the movie. He is all eyebrow and he is sinister in this movie. And it just, you know, it's like you have a tenant and he not only will he not leave, he's like drilling and hammering in your apartment and won't open the door and things go wrong. Uh, And so I remember really liking that movie. I haven't seen it in a lot of years, but um, it was fun. The MP we were guessing was the aforementioned money pit. Which I didn't remember any breaking and entering, but you said they buy a fixer. Well, they enter the house and then they break the floor with the tub. (laughs) I was making, (laughs) I think I was making a joke back then. And now I'm really talking about a a thing. So this is what I mean. It's not like he is a criminal, but he is, he, things go wrong as he breaks into the rest of their lives and their house. I love it. Uh, anyway, it's a stretch, but it's fine. We're I never fine saw here. that movie. I don't think it's a stretch. I've never saw that movie, but I knew that it was Michael Keaton because of the, I come from a generation where I know the front of move DVDs or before yeah. that VHSs, VHS especially tapes. horror things, yeah. because we'd always go to the horror section and look at the fronts. Well, and this one has, this one has the Matthew Modine and Melanie Griffith inside a window and they're kind of looking out the window and. And Bruce Wayne, uh, Michael Keaton is right in front, looking in the same direction away from the house. So <laughs> it is a nonsensical cover, but it they all look very concerned <laughs> at some third party <laughs> or fourth party. Then I will finish mine, which will only be known as a lack of interest as we keep going forward. I'll let Mandy pick. Mandy, do you want a monologue driven movie based on a play or? A horror movie that not many people have seen, but starring Ethan Embry, who I think you like, Ethan Embry. (laughs) Monologue play. Oh. Transponster. This is a real Sophie's choice. I do enjoy Ethan Embry. Thank you for knowing that about me. But I want A. I want the monologue driven based on a play. What if there was a movie where the entire mystery is it? the entire movie takes place, the original play took place in two locations, but the movie takes place in... Five altogether. And it is almost as a result a locked room mystery where there is a breaking and entering, and yet you are very well connected to whoever did the actual stealing. What wow. if I think that's a world I'd like to live in? Yeah. And here I'm gonna do an impression of an actor that I cannot do an impression of. Okay, great. This so, is my favorite. How, part. how do business if it's if they, they, they take the phones? How are we supposed to do business if we take the phones? You want me to, can I do another? Are we talking about, uh, are we talking about uh, GGGR? We are. Mm. Glenn Gary, Glenn really? Ross. One of nice. my favorites. That was supposed to be Alan Arkin. My apologies no, it was to great. everyone and the Arkin family. For uh, a minute, yeah. I thought it was in the Heights. <laughs> that they you actually give you. coffees for closers. <laughs> they give yeah. you um, so many different things. You know that Ed Harris is involved, but it turns out to be Alan Arkin. No, it turns out to be Jack Lemmon. You think it's yes. Alan Arkin because mm. he gives the full thing, but it would be Jack Lemmon who then fingers Ed Harris that they stole it. Uh, they stole the leads to give to Jerry yeah. across the street. 
because Jerry had those leads with the nurses. I think you and I are in uh, violent agreement on one point about that movie, which is the the greatest monologue in that movie does not belong to Alec Baldwin. It belongs right. to Pacino. Hundred percent. Well, and the, and then and famously in that the uh, ABC the whole Alec Baldwin uh, yeah. monologue didn't never existed in the play. Yeah, right. It was added right. for the movie. So hooray, right. we did it, and that's what we call lists. We're not done yet. <laughs> We're not done yet. No, you just outed. Uh, just tried to get. I just wanted to make a little song. That was a giant cane pulling Mandy off the. I wanted stage. to make a little song, and I did it, and I feel great. What the bleep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my last choice, Tommy, thank you for the intro, is, um, was also suggested by Jer. He really knocked this one out of the park. Boy, oh boy. Why don't, why isn't he doing the podcast? Did you do any work on this show? <laughs> well, I thought it was mother-daughter tension and I was all about it and I had a list. Oh, okay. And then I found out that was not the topic. And yeah. he, he's a ringer. He helped me yeah. out. Uh, this is one of my favorite catch it on cable, watch it no matter what part it is. I love this movie. I love every actor in this movie. Ooh. It makes me laugh out loud. Give us the clues. breaking and entering is a part of it. This movie is horrible bosses. Great Anybody? clue. <laughs> <laughs> I think I said give us clues. And that is, that is a tough clue. Oh, <laughs> I didn't hear you say give us clues. That's okay. That's okay. Horrible bosses. No, that's that. fun. It's a great cast. I and they break like... into Spacey's house. and that's a, is Jen- Jennifer Aniston is in that? Sudeikis. Anything that J- Jason Sudeikis does. Yeah. Brushes the toothbrush on his bum and yep. Ted Lasso. Yeah. Yeah, so good. Oh, fun. That's, a, that's great. That's a good pick. And it's funny. Look, Does the second there. one match up? I never saw the second one. Is the second one worth it? Do you remember? It is worth it. It's funny. It's not as good by any means. Christoph Waltz is in it, which is great. Oh, that's and amazing. And Chris Pine. That's Need your I boy. That's your boy. Yeah. Pining for Pine. Mandy, I'm really sorry because you, I, I think, had you not lost the steel of the ref to me, you would have had a solid trio of great comedy breaking and entering films. Thank you. What with the Clockwork Orange. Thank you, Pete. Nailed it. Well, that's not a comedy, no? That's the <laughs> funny. spider. This is the spider mm-hmm. talking. Hey, this was really fun. Now we get to pick the films for or the topics for next week. Now, oh, what right. are we talking about? Sword of Trust. This is Lynn Shelton's last film, uh, and it stars her then uh, partner, her boyfriend, Mark Maron, and oh. the guys. The Mark Maron? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And it is crushingly like knowing how her life ended with him uh that he was the one who found her like uh, all oh. of it is just so crushingly sad oh, God, it makes this movie that. just so heartwarmingly better for me like i just get so much joy out of this movie it is it's really great i am already ideologically positioned to love it uh but it's it's also i think a a solid film was this then her last film it is her last film I would like to then suggest, apropos of nothing, I would just like to suggest that uh, anyone's uh, like a film, the last film that a director makes. Oh, like it says right on the cover. Like a director's, no one knows what Mandy's saying. She's so drunk, <laughs> but a director's last film. That's interesting. A director's last film. Film. Okay. Yeah. Does that mean, but we have to, should we, 
clarify, does that mean that the director is no longer with us or it's just their last? Because it can't just be their last film so far. Rennie Harlan could come out from. Because it's all Soderbergh, Soderbergh films. Soderbergh retired. Yeah. No, it has to be their last, last film. Yeah. So I would say it's their last film by definition. They're not directing anymore. My last film, period, ever, period. There. Because. Right. Yeah. Because, Because of Cosmos. Because right. they're dead, is that because what we're they saying? probably they're they're in a jar somewhere? Perfect. Okay, because they're not here. Get it? <laughs> so, you get well, it. I had another You're idea. Fine. Oh, Mandy, totally did. off the top of my yeah, head. Interesting. What do you got? What about inheriting something weird or out of the norm when family dies? Wow, right off the dome with that. Just, that was yeah, incredible, just came Mandy. Up with that. Yeah, you you yes ended that. You mean like inheriting something weird? Or like that isn't as normal when you know someone it, dies. Well, in this mean? movie, that's what I mean. the, oh, that's the sword of trust is an object that is purported to be a sword that was surrendered to General Lee, thus proving the South won the Civil oh. War. Do they, do they mention object. that it's out of the norm? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So inheriting something weird or out of the norm when a family dies is your pick. Yeah, what oh, else that means you get pawn shops. Mandy <laughs> has that pick. <laughs> did I mention? I did I mention you are laughing? Down. You are laughing about someone's last film because they passed away, and you're making a joke out of it. And I just want you to remember that right now. Uh, it is somber. <laughs> That's what makes it so goddamn funny. <laughs> That's what makes it the opposite of a callback. There's no calling back. All right. So, okay. So I came up with one off the dome. Mandy came up with a great one and I restated it. Pete, anything? I screamed Uh, the word pawn shops, but that's just how I clear my throat. Well, so some of the other choices dealing with the Civil War from today's perspective, collectors, collectible swords. That seems like a stretch uh, for me. Uh, Pawn shops like great cinematic pawn shops. We would pick collectible swords if we hated whoever was up next Mm -hmm. week. Unfortunately, let me just tell you who's up next week. Who's up next week is me, Andy and Steve. Collectible swords for the win. Collectible swords. Do Collectible it. Do it. Swords. Let's see if the community Do it. Do it. hates you or loves you. Let's see where we land. Collectible swords. Oh, I'm. I can think right now of movies with famous collectible swords. I can think of so none. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we have our three. That's great. You feel good, Pete? This, this has been a rough show. I'm not going to lie to you. I love <gasps> you both. This has been. <sighs> Hard one. Oh. These final words. I had the spider thing. I don't know if you remember that. That was horrific. But everything else was perfect. Nightmare fodder. Okay. Hey, thank you, everybody. If you're not, uh, yeah, you, you know, if you're not watching the live streams of these shows, you're missing out. Um, uh, do you want to lend your voice in next week's challenge? You should. Uh, it's really easy to do. You head over to the Show Talk channel in the Next Real Discord community, and you can lend your vote to the chaos that is list picking and movie sabotage each week. Please don't pick collectible swords. How do you get access to the Show Talk channel, you ask? That's great that you asked that. Uh, all you have to do is head over to the nextreel.com slash membership, and uh, you can become a supporter of the Next Real family of podcasts for just a buck a month. You can become a one reeler. You can join our community on the Discord server, and for a few dollars more, uh, yeah, 
<laughs> I, I have to say, as an aside, Tom, I did ask Andy in the reverse oh. audio oh, yeah. to record himself saying, uh, giving you commands from Foster, but then played backwards. Oh, that's and interesting. He might he might have done it. We'll never know. It could sure. be totally subliminal. Yeah. So sleep you, tight it's, it's almost like yeah. you gave me a real collectible yeah. sword just then. Keep going. Yeah, it's a real it's a real gem. Um you you know, if you become a member for a few dollars more, you become a two-reeler supporter. You get to join these live streams as we record. You get early access to the show and your very own personal podcast feed. Ooh. And you can access the super secret member channels in Discord and uh, the member bonus episodes. We're doing a ton of member bonus episodes. So many ben- member bonus episodes. How can you possibly, you can't even digest all the member bonus episodes. I dare you to digest all these member bonus episodes. You couldn't count them with We're a bunch doing... of knives that you gathered. Keep going. <laughs> No, maybe a collectible sword or three. Exactly, uh, yeah. Like a sharp uh, implement that you are hoarding. Keep going. <laughs> Letterboxd is a, a veritable scimitar in the uh, in the <laughs> film uh, community. Uh, they are now offering a discount to anyone who's listening to The Next Reel. Head over to thenextreel.com slash letterboxd, and you can upgrade your Letterboxd account to pro or patron with a 20% discount. Discount works for renewals, too. So if you're close to uh, having to pay that bill again, fret not. You can uh, go ahead and get some bucks off doubloons. Save your doubloons for uh, for that. So hey, thanks you guys. This is quite a marathon. I'm so glad we kept it tight. We came yeah. in, we said we're going to keep it tight, and we kept it tight. A tight 97. <laughs> is that a thing? Oh, You're My in showbiz. My face hurts from laughing. This was delightful. Thank you, Mandy Kaplan. Oh, thank you, Pete Wright and Tommy Metz. It is Tommy, isn't it? Wesley. Always a favorite time to be with you. (laughs) Well, on that note, we have clearly run out of words. Thanks, everybody. Have a great weekend. Collectible swords. Collectible swords. Collectible swords. I love the conversations that so many of our hosts have had on their shows. Steve and JJ on Trailer Rewind, Ray and Ocean on Silver Linings, even Tommy's short-lived No, No, Wait, Hear Me Out. And so many films they've discussed started out as a book, a play, or even a TV series. Well, now you can support our whole family of podcasts by using our new Originals page to buy the original source material used to inspire films covered on our shows. Just visit thenextreel.com slash originals. Your purchases made through our links give us a small commission at no extra cost to you and allow us to keep having these fantastic conversations. It's a wonderful way to support the show. Producing these podcasts week after week require a ton of work behind the scenes. If you'd like to help support our efforts, try using our originals page when shopping for books and movies that we've covered. It's your one-stop shop for Amazon and Apple links where you can buy the book, play, video game, movie, etc. upon which the movie is based. Original material for trailer rewind movies like If Beale Street Could Talk, The Goldfinch, Aniara, or The Two Faces of January. Or Silver Linings movies like Repo Men, which was based on the repossession Mambo. Plus, by using those links to buy books, Amazon and Apple show us a little bit of love, which allows you to support our family of shows with minimal effort. Visit thenextreel.com slash originals. It's a fantastic way to support the show and find a great book to read. That's right. Head over to thenextreel.com slash originals to find your next read and get started today. Get started today.